Hello, everybody. You're probably thinking, hmm, Travis sounds different today. And yes, I'm currently getting over a slight cold from last week, and I'm actually not Travis. My name is Finner, and I'm currently interning with the amazing team here at Fool and Scholar Productions. And I'm here today to tell you about the last city. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. A geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors like Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Torado, and Maury Sterling. You can follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A big thanks to Wondery for supporting shows like The White Vault. And now, on with the scheduled programming. The following documents and recordings are the continuing instalments in a compilation detailing the events surrounding the stranded archaeological team sent to base Camp Piedra and the rescue team headed for the base camp. Previous records up to this collection show the archaeological team remaining at the Patagonian site to consist of Dr. Josefa Guerrero, Simon Hall and Dr. Xiao Liu, with the unconfirmed losses of Dr. Carito Ureta and Lucas Criado. The assembled rescue team consisted of Graham Kasner, Dragana Vukovic, Mihir Asa, Ramey Armstead, and returning archaeological team member Ava Olivia Moreno. Following the previous instalment, the rescue team continued their approach and ascent of the Patagonian mountains, making their way up to the camp on the west side of Cerro Torre. In the winter months, snowstorms and rainfall in the Patagonian ice fields can drastically affect the landscape. Worsened by heavy winds, such storms can reduce visibility and lead to glacial carving, ice collapses and avalanches. During these conditions, travel is not advised. The White Vault is a series of videos from Ms. Vukovic's body camera during their ascent. By the time of this recording, the rescue team had already crossed onto rocky and quickly elevating land, having left the all-terrain vehicles at a lower elevation. The rough video shows them making their way up the mountain, following a mixture of Miss Moreno's efforts to recall her descent path and the combined guidance of the mountain guides. Like Simon? Well, for a doctorate. <laughs> so, like what Simon has planned. And and you do the same stuff. Archaeology and GPS and scans. No, that's his specialty. I focused, focus, on how changing climate has affected human occupation of Earth throughout history. Focusing on the late Pleistocene. Which is what? I mean, I know it's a time, but how long ago? 
roughly approximately 130,000 to 12,000 years ago. Oh, damn, that's a spread. People really lived all the way down here back then? Well, for some of it, maybe more than we originally thought. We will secure the litter here. A quick descent is dependent on advanced staging, so this extra preparation time is worth the small delay getting to the site. It's a good idea, but I'm still worried we might need the extra litter with us at the cave. But preparation is more helpful than not. Moreno, over here. There's blood on the rocks. Did you come down from there, or there? There, that one. Dragana, what do you think? We can't go up where she came down, or we shouldn't. The ridgeline opens up a bit to the south, and that is our safest bet. Hmm, I agree. We're expecting to have at least one injured body with us on the way down. We need to assume we'll be navigating with a litter. Good, let's go. Amair, go ahead and lead Raimi and Eva. Uh, Set the lines for descent if you could. We need to be prepared for a quick way off this mountain. We'll catch up in a moment. Of course. Give me your extra line. And remember to keep your body cameras recording. Here. Miss Moreno, Mr. Amstead, follow me. All right. Ava, you okay? Mm, Fine enough. It's just my ribs. Let's get moving. What? Did you see something? Yes, you! Earlier a rock tumbled and you looked as though you wanted to blast it from the mountainside. I can piece things together, Graham. Something went wrong in Svalbard. Bad. Worse than anything you'd seen before, I imagine. And you seem rather damn sure we're going to find more bodies than people up there. Why are you here if you obviously don't want to be? I'm on this mountain because you asked me to be on this mountain. The fat check helps, but you have to tell me more. I'm not turning around, but you owe me a full explanation. You know most of the facts, but uh, there are some things that they don't sound like facts. (laughs) There was some really weird shit, Dragana. Weird is not always bad. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's worse. I know you're not lying. Tell me the weird shit. We, uh, we found caves in Svalbard. Not unheard of. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, this was huge. Everything under the ice was blue. There was a, a whole village down there. I heard this part, with the stone huts and the oil lamps, yes? Yeah, and, uh, an anatomical theater with narwhal tusks too large to exist. The floor made of stone boxes filled with dried-up human hearts and teeth. So that's what you meant. Stairs covered in them. Entire rooms filled with animal remains from things, creatures I'd never seen before. Something stalking us in our bunker, Karina. Karina. The German geologist? My hair said she was the first to die. You can't blame yourself for that, Graham. I don't. The problem we were sent to fix was intentional, easy to fix. The whole of it, she... she called it a lure. Who, Karina? The storm was unnatural, Dragana. I've been in blizzards and typhoons. That was different. And the radio, the voices, the statues, the scratches. The 
hearts were beating. And then Karina's and Heath's beating in a box. <laughs> After I got out, I thought it happened to Jonas and Rosa, too. And apparently there's more. Here? Here. This normal for this area. I'm not overly familiar with Patagonia. Dragana? What was that? You asked if something is normal? The fog. Is this normal? It doesn't feel natural to me. Mm, it has been too clear as we hike up, while being so dense behind us. Up, see? It's clear. Down, I can't see 15, 20 meters. Denser fogs settle down into valleys. That alone is not unheard of. How much do you know about all of this? Enough to know that I do not know who I'm trying to convince. Certainly not myself. Not so much as to refuse. Money too good? <laughs> the experience. The goal. We're not into the rescue business out of a drive for personal safety. Rescues are not normally my business. Most of my rescues have been on a case-by-case basis. Well, you don't choose to be an adventure guide for the comfortable beds and relaxing tea. Actually, the tea is a strong incentive. <laughs> On this, we can agree. And our patron for this joint, why is she not here? She is attending to other uh, related avenues of investigation. <laughs> Another site, like the one in Svalbard? I am not entirely sure. She generally tells me just what I need for each expedition. So you've worked with her before? On a few occasions. She pays well. And the jobs are always interesting. And what do you think of the fog, Graham? It's hurting us up. The next recording is a section from Mr. Armstead's body camera. The camera was attached to his chest while Mr. Armstead was climbing a rock face. So the video shows a mixture of white sky, bare rock, and the teal climbing rope. Simon didn't have to do any of this. And we couldn't have taken a helicopter? Not with the wind shear we predicted for the western slopes. Though we had predicted worse conditions, waiting longer was not an option. Given the variable fog, it was still a good idea to set off when we did. Yeah, that makes sense. <sighs> you okay? Yeah, yeah. It's just my ribs. I'll be fine. We're nearly there. No, wait, don't. Oh, shit. Look back. There's nothing down there. It's just white. Rocks and a long way down. That's what's there. So keep your eyes on the line and climb. Shouldn't we, I don't know, use more than one line? We know what we're doing. Stay on task and pay attention. Dragana and Mahir still need to come up. <laughs> Was something funny? You act like him. Like Simon. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Now get up here. <sighs> Take my hand. Okay. <sighs> All clear, Jordana. <laughs> okay, coming up! Raimi, Ava, don't move on yet. We didn't. <sighs> yeah, I'm still catching my breath. How are you going to get back down here with... <sighs> Come here, stay low. 
thing. It followed me down the mountain. It's been following us since the lower crest, just over on that ridge. It hasn't gotten close enough for me to see it. Wait, wait that's all real. What? Of course. What did you did you think I made it all up? No, but it just sounded like all that History Channel style bullshit. Simon's words, not mine. Quiet. Dragana, climb faster. Tell me here to start up, but be quiet. Don't be left alone. What is that? Radio? No, no, please. Are we that close to the camp? Don't believe what it says. Says? You hear someone on the radio? Radio? No. It, it's the thing. It, it sounds like Dr. Oretta. Exactly like her. All I hear are rocks and static. Are we near the camp or not? Radio. Raimi, it was Dr. Ureta. She was speaking to me in Spanish. No, that's not what I heard. I heard static. Graham, did you hear a radio? Are you okay? Graham? I... I heard Karina. I mean, who's Karina? Was she with Simon? Karina died in the Arctic. Whoever you heard, Ava, they are dead, too. What? We need to go this way. Stop. We'll wait. No one goes off by themselves. I need to talk with you. Turn the camera off. Mr. Armstead and Miss Moreno had taken cover behind a rock during the approach of the sounds, and nothing of note was visible to the camera. The following written record is from Mr. Acer. The top four lines are taken up by the large words, see video for image, followed by his notes in Arabic. See video for image. We are nearing the camp. We have sunk more lines than we thought, but so far, it has been a safe ascent. We have to be more conservative with the amount of rope we use. Waiting for Dragana to ascend. I found a carving. It was under a pile of fallen rocks, but slightly exposed. It is of polished stone, dark, and carved to resemble an insect. Something like a large fly or a beetle. It is about the size of a medicine ball, though slightly oblong. I believe it may have rolled down the mountain from the above site. I did not touch the carving. Graham radioed. He believes that no one should be left alone. I do not think I'm alone. Something has been following us for about two hours now. A few rocks moved behind us, and I saw a shadow move through the fog below. Whatever you are looking for, it is here.
The next recording is a section from Miss Moreno's body camera. The angle of the slope is steep enough that Miss Moreno's arms come into view as she scrambles up the mountain. During one section, various plastic foodstuffs wrappers are seen, and then moments later a large plastic container, once used to store portable water, slid down beside her, possibly jostled as Mr. Kasdar and Mr. Armstead march through the rocks above her. Here is the relevant section from the recording. Is all this trash from the camp? Yes. Um, spend supplies, mostly. So much to leave no trace. How are you doing? Fine. Fine. We're almost there. Hardest part's nearly over. I doubt that. Ava, come here. Uh, we're close. So is it. It was up the ridge earlier. Rocks came down. Keeping pace with us up there. We'll head up there soon. We need to get to the line we ran from camp. It's the safest way up to the cave and runs along that rock face there with the glyphs. Agreed. But when we get there, we don't know what it will be like. What? Oh. That was base camp Piedra? The bugs, the wind, the thing, it it never stood a chance. Simon's not going to be in there though, right? If you said he was in the cave. The destruction is extensive. Malicious. But, but what if they made it free of the cave? <sighs> Simon? Professor Guerrero? Dr. Liu? Uh, Lucas? Simon? Okay. Simon! Stop shouting and look around the camp, then head up the scree to the collapse. Stay together and don't attract any more attention. How can we find anything in this fog? The campus in tents. I, I, I thought it was, I don't know, stronger than this. It was canvas this whole time, not a trailer or something. <laughs> Hard to get a trailer up the mountain. Don't worry, we'll keep looking. If you see somewhere you want to look, let us know. We'll go with you. No one wanders off alone. I think I need to sit down. Let's get you closer to the camp so we can search the wreckage and keep an eye on everyone. Of course. Hold on. Honestly, it amazes me you made it up to the mountain in your condition. We're not there yet. I'll make it up there. Just give me a moment to catch my breath. There, help me over to the crate. The bugs look like they ate through most of the canvas. Yeah, but bugs didn't do that. What's he looking at? Claw marks. Something tore up the plywood floor like it was paper. No usable supplies I can find. Every rope's cut through. Canvas is in tatters. Your portable water canisters are punctured. Most everything else is scattered up and down the mountainside. The most important supplies were brought up to the cave before the collapse. I found these, though. These were near one of the broken cots stuck under some supplies. Secure those documents. We need to look around for more records of what happened before we head up. What? No, we need to head up there now. I agree. 
But these documents are also key to understanding what's happening here. Well, here's more. Some look like print-offs, but there are some handwritten notes in there as well. We need to get moving. I need to check down there first. Over that ridge. In this fog, if you came down from the cave, it would be easy to fall. Or someone else can check it. Dragana, come with me to check the drop. Here, can you stay here with Raimi and Ava? Of course. Maps, a guidebook, reference articles. This one's written in a Chinese language. Mandarin. Those would be Dr. Liu's notebooks. Can I see those? Was Dr. Liu still healthy when the cave collapsed? Yeah, but she'd been distracted for days. Worried about something. She told me about a site in China, but I don't remember where. She said it was all too similar and that bad things would start happening. (sighs) Damn, I, I wish I'd believed her. Anything in the notes? A lot, actually. Um, she drew the statues and some glyphs, but her notes are all in Mandarin. No, no, they're not. Just flip back a few pages. I saw something. There. May I? Sure. I need to close my eyes and rest for a bit. The glyphs have been scanned by Hall. That's Simon. Oh, man, he was so excited for this trip. Scanned by Hall and those depictions will be more accurate and reliable than any drawing I make here. But I have made some attempts. The glyphs are the same. Only variations on the syllabic and logographic script which I already had some translations for. I started to look for the sections I could already translate, looking for more patterns. The glyphs have become more sensical, while all else has unwound. But when you look at the writings, when you see the- Stop, let me see it first. I, I think I want to look these over. More so, I don't think you should. Glance through the other papers. If you see anything handwritten, give it to me. Don't read it first. There are some things I don't think you should see. Please believe me. Yeah, sure. Everything will return with us, regardless. I'm going to do what I think is best. If you were in my position, I think you would do the same. So please. There's this too. It's in front of a guidebook, but I don't know what language it is. Portuguese, I believe. You read Portuguese? No, but I can identify it. Yes, It's by Lucas, our guide. The one you said went crazy and attacked you. The one. Do you think we'll find him? What's the plan if we do? I don't think we'll find him. If we do, or if he finds us, we will secure him and attempt to bring him back with us. We can't find any indication that someone went over the drop and we don't have the time to climb down and check. Our best bet is to head up to the collapse. Ava, can you lead us to where your team set the line? Yes. This way. (laughs) The pages from Dr. Liu's notebook written in English were presented on Mr. Ace's body camera long enough to focus, and the next page was present on Miss Moreno's. Dr. Liu's handwriting appears steady and is written very densely along the left-hand side of the page. On the right-hand side, there are several compact sketches of the glyphs with a few added notes. Here is the full English section. 
The glyphs have been scanned by Hall, and those depictions will be more accurate and reliable than any drawing I make here. But I have made some attempts. The glyphs are the same, only variations on the syllabic and logographic script which I already had some translations for. I started to look for the sections I could already translate, looking for more patterns. The glyphs have become more sensical, while all else has unwound. But when you look at the writings, when you see it, it all becomes clear. It takes significant time, effort, and dedication to commit words to stone. These people, whoever they were, knew this was important, and I agree. It's a story or myth, a fantastic and deep history that, if I am correct, is outside any understanding we have of the passage of humanity across Earth. Some of the glyphs are presented in larger triptych-style positioning, separated by smaller sections of vertically carved script. Each triptych depicts three major sections of the glyphs, but does not conform to a normal equally spaced triptych. A typical piece shows a larger carved scene in the center, with smaller glyph sections attached to either side at either a higher or lower position. The first written section appears in a syllabic script, and upon examination, appears to be an exact restatement of a phrase found in China: "We shield the children's time." Here is a singular example of a section of the story, if read top to bottom. Assuming that the larger center display in the triptych is the middle part of the short story being told, it is from the first full and uneroded example of a triptych. Section one: Small figure seated near a fire, looking to a standing figure who is pointing to an array of curved ascending lines. The context leads me to believe that the lines represent some kind of storm or physical feature of nature. Possibly clouds, fog, or other precipitation. Section two: Small human figures, some holding long poles or sticks, others holding bundles or baskets, face a massive mountain as a plume of smoke or ash issues from the top. One figure furthest from the mountain is shown in motion, moving away from the mountain. Section three: Figures are shown doubled over and possibly weeping. The space beneath their feet is carved out, dissimilar to the other depictions of the ground in previous carvings. I have only had time to examine the bottommost sections with my new interpretations, and I fear I am running out of time. I believe this is not the first piece of the story, but the first piece chosen to be carved in this location. The text that runs between the first identified glyph triptych and the next is small but compact. At first, I was unable to translate it. Until I noticed repetitive cadence and determined the section to be fully syllabic, one word was already translated from the site in China: to watch or also to see. I knew it then. The section reads as such: when you see it, it sees you too. There is a clarity I cannot deny. This is what is written in the stone. I do not need to translate it. I know it now. When you see it, it sees you too. When you hear it, it hears you too. When you feel it, it touches you. When it calls you, it has you. Doctor Liu continued to write that verse until she reached the end of the page. Her handwriting became more erratic the more she wrote. The next recording comes from Mr. Kasner's body camera. This section begins where the previous section from Miss Moreno's camera ended.
Our best bet is to head up to the Collapse. Ava, can you lead us to where your team set the line? Yes. <clears throat> this way. That was your lead line? It was. The rope's covered in blood. Wait, so did someone make it out of there? Don't be too hopeful. Odds are that blood's mine from when I came down. <sighs> There's been blood on the rope since Lucas attacked me. Just be cautious if the blood's still wet. What did you see? The line is still running up the mountain, but the first python was ripped out. This one as well, as you can see. We chose the least steep path, and it follows the rock wall. It's not that tough. The mist and snow just make it more difficult. Everyone stick together. Ava, tie up to my line. Raimi, tie up to Mahir's line. Step up. I'll tie you off. Let's get going, then. Dragana, your lead. Set the pitons where you can. It won't go as quickly as you'd like. None of this is determined by what I like. What is that? What is that? Everyone, get down! Ava, what did the statues look like? One looked human. The others were animals. Look, this isn't a good plan. Whatever's flying up there can see us. It's a rock, not a roof. We need more cover. Dragana, get back here. No one goes alone. Then hurry up. Raimi is correct. We're no safer huddled here than we were if we were moving. We need to get to the Collapse. <sighs> All right. Everyone stay together. Maybe it hasn't spotted us in the fog yet. There's a mess of black bugs. Just wait here. Anything to worry about? A little pool of congealed blood and a bunch of hungry bugs. I think it's leaving. What? Blood? From the sky? Something fell. There. Eva. Behind your foot. What? Go. We need to go. The video shows Miss Moreno leaning over to pick up something from the rocks. It is only fully visible for a few frames, and it is clearly the beak of a large bird, with a few pieces of flesh and feathers still attached. Miss Moreno quickly drops the beak, and the team continues up to the collapse. This concludes the first set of documents and recordings from the rescue team sent to Cerro Torre and completes this section of information regarding the team's events at Base Camp Piedra and the archaeological site. The White Vault
every five minutes. A transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.